Kinky Cast, a sexually explicit podcast. If you are under 18 years of age, stop the podcast now. This is episode 210 of our weekly exploration in the kinky world of BDSM and alternative relationships. Views expressed are not representative of the management of the kinky cast. We welcome guests with opposing viewpoints. Today, we present Fluttery Girl on Size Matters. Don't forget to stop by our webpage for loads of information about this show and others. KinkyCast.com. Here's your host, Woody and the Beast. Thanks, Max, and welcome to another edition of the Kinky Cast. Sitting next to me is the Beast. Hey, Woody. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is a cold day in the neighborhood. Well, that's what you get after this time of year. After you pass the holidays, it's kind of gets slow and cold. Well, you know, that is a fact of life here in the uh, the northern hemisphere. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I always wait to, to do this uh, winter summer thing, but money, it's money. A, yeah, and it's a long ways away. Yes, yes. It's the, the commute's terrible. I can't take all my friends with me. Well, you know, so here we are. We've gotten through our 200th episode. You know, we're we're uh, right up here at our, our four-year anniversary. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. And, and we're still going strong into 2018 and onward. Well, without any further ado. Hey, Woody. We have a butterfly among us. She's fluttering around. Hello, Flutter. Hello, guys, and congratulations on your 200-plus episodes in your four years. Well, thank you very much. Flutter. Yes? Who is Flutter? Uh, How did she come to be a keekster? Oh, I was introduced to it when I was around about 19, but really, if you look back over lifetimes, you can find things that led to it much earlier than that. Oh, you were a precocious little one, huh? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I hear some hedging here. (laughs) So you've had a few years of experience, and I know Woody was uh, trolling the internet, which he does, and we all do for for the gems, and and he found a gem. And what was that gem he found, Woody? Flutter wrote an article about size matters, and it had my attention. And so I thought I'd uh, send a little note off to her, and here she is tonight. To explain her her theory? Well, so why does size matter, and to whom does it matter? Oh, I think size matters to everyone to to an extent. Um, But the problem is that Men tend to think that it matters in ways that it doesn't and forgets ways that it really does matter. Ooh, I'm intrigued. You just confused me, but that's easy, easy done. So, so take me through this. Sorry, dear. I try not to be confusing. <laughs> well, it is, it's, it's, it's me. So take us through this. He put his brain on backwards this yes, morning. <laughs> that happens to the best of us at the best of times. Well, let's uh, let's take, for example, your larger cock. I mean, there are always the conversations out there between women that men tend to 
overhear or at least think that they overhear going, oh, yes, I love a good big hard cock. But big cocks aren't necessarily the best. I mean, if you've got a cock that's too large, you're limited on the actual positions that you can go to in sex because you're liable to actually hurt the woman. And I've known one particular gentleman who was above average size that actually bragged about sending two women to the hospital. Oh, that's not a good brag. No, 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 it's not at all. No, exactly. And, you know, with the larger cocks, gentlemen also tend to think all they have to do is just put it in and then move it back and forth. They forget that they have mouths and hands and other areas of the woman's body to play on, and they just generally tend to not be the best of lovers. So you say that the large cock has a psychological effect on men that they rely purely on their on their penis to to be their whole lover. Exactly. Wow. I've never had to worry about that. I haven't either. Uh-huh. We're, we're blessed with that thing called average. Yeah. So the larger penis, I've got a lover that uh, that has a boyfriend that is uh, amply endowed, and she saves him for special occasions where she wants to be raw and torn up because he just does that to her. She is setting gingerly for a couple of days afterwards. Interesting. Which can be fun on the occasion, but it's not something that you want constantly. Yeah, a couple times a week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hers is, is more like once a month or so. What about the below average guy, the guy that, that feels inferior because he just doesn't measure up in his own mind? How do those cocks work? Well, first, let's back up one step and describe what we all consider to be average. To me, the average cock is between four and six inches. Four? Yes. You you just made a, a lot of men jump up and down in joy. Yeah. <laughs> so and so now we're measuring from the top of the cock where it comes out of the body to the tip, right? Yes. Okay. Exactly. I, I've seen guys measure from the bottom of their balls, and I'm going, no, 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 no. No, that's cheating a bit. Yes. Especially if you've got really long balls. <laughs> yes. Eight, 18 inches is a pretty big dick. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, that's how, how Hollywood gets some of their numbers. Oh, I don't know. I've met some that are over six foot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I could say something, oh, but I'm just going to yes, shut the fuck yes, up yes, right yes, now. Yes, yes. So four to six inches is average. Yes. And, and this covers the vast majority of the male population, then, doesn't it? It does indeed. That would be why it's called average. So, now, we've been talking about length. What about girth? I didn't really talk about girth in the writing that I did, but uh, we do tend to prefer the larger size that way. Um, You don't really want to make someone feel like they have to tie a two-before to the rear end in order to keep from falling in because they've got a pencil size. Feeling full is a good thing. Feeling full is a good thing. But then again, vaginas come in different sizes as well. They do. And I have several different sizes that I exercise regularly. And um, I can I can tell that some are more or less satisfied by how full they feel. 
I have a couple that I play with too, and they range from the shallow wide to the uh, tight and deep. Well, I have a couple that I play with too, and um, my fingers say that uh, they all get nice and wet. <laughs> Which is the name of the game, isn't it? Exactly. And Lord knows that fingers aren't as big around as a cock is. That is true. And so it, it's uh, something about the motion of the ocean, I guess. That would do it, yes. And to find that the men that are worried about their cock being too small actually make better lovers because they're more attentive. Uh, they try harder. Exactly. They spend more time using their mouth and hands than they do just relying on the size of their cock to please their partner. You know, there's a lot of truth in that. Does this bring out of necessity uh, from a failure, feeling of inferiority because they think larger is better? Or where do you think this brings from? It all goes back to what they think we think instead of what they ask us and actually hear. Guys just automatically assume women want a huge cock. I was doing a, a recording and I was around several girls and they were talking and one says, oh, yeah, my guy's so big, and oh, yeah, I just love it. And the other ones are, are just chiming in going, yeah, that's great. And I'm feeling like the little guy in the room at that point. I, you know, I, I didn't know how big big was. But just when they talk that way, it can be rather intimidating. Well, exactly. And, you know, if the girl is actually really small inside to her, a big cock could be six inches. Oh, there's hope for us, Beast. I am feeling uh, about my chest is puffing out here and, yeah. and all sorts of things. <laughs> Flutter, we really love you. Yes, yes. Where did this uh, spring from, this large cock notion, you think? Oh, probably more from porn than anything. You know, you don't see that many small cocks in porn, and when you do, it's usually a cuckold. Yes, it is usually a guy be humiliated in some way for his uh, lack of... Uh, of size. Yeah, bring on the bull. I had a woman tell me recently that it wasn't the equipment the man brought. It was how many orgasms he could give her. Per hour. It's like a fuel economy thing. Well, <laughs> I try to keep it to, to at least a dozen an hour, but uh, that's another story. Oh, so you're just putting along then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it really about the penis or about about the end result, the orgasm? Well, that's different for every person, but for me, if you can give me an orgasm that makes me squirt or a multiple orgasm, I'm a happy camper. I don't care what you use to get me there. Well, and uh, that is true. And I think the people that have been around the scene more are a little more attentive to that because they um, have know a little more of the physiological aspects of what it takes to make a good orgasm. I remember when I was younger, I was horrible because I didn't know how to operate the machine, you know? I wanted to learn, huh? Well, you know, for me, it was all about me. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Oh, did you come? I don't care. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? And that does not make for a good lover. Yes, I've met a few of those. <laughs> well, and my life improved greatly when I found this thing called the G-Spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a great discovery. Yeah, and that, that TV show, G-Spot Hunters. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think it's it's a different thing they're hunting. Oh, sorry. Flutter. I've I've run across a few women that are hung up on the notion that the man has to use his penis. He can't use his hands. He can't use his mouth. He can't use toys. It's invalid if he doesn't fuck. Have you run across that notion among women? You know, I actually used to have that notion myself as a submissive, that if my partner didn't come, that it was an unsuccessful time. And I think that goes along the same lines. But what I learned by becoming a switch was that I can get full pleasure out of just enjoying my partner coming. And I think that what women need to realize is they can get full pleasure without a cock ever touching them. One of the best ways, I think, to discover this is to go to one of the public play areas when they're having their parties and watch scenes because most people there won't actually have sex. They will have a scene where the masochist gets beaten or what have you. Both partners are fully satisfied at the end of it and no cock was seen. And often no vagina was involved. Uh, yes, often it is. But I have seen some scenes done with every bit of the private areas covered. So do you think this is a notion that's catching on finally, that we're becoming more enlightened as a, as a society, that, uh, that uh, the uh, traditional sexuality is not the only way? Oh, I certainly hope so. We need to keep evolving as a species, and I would like to think that that's part of it. So far, we have talked about penis and vagina. We haven't talked about oral sex, per se. And I, I imagine when you get overly large in oral sex, you know, you're uh, dealing with gag reflexes and all kinds of things. You are, but some of us actually enjoy being gagged. Yes, I know that, and I have one, and she's very good. Is it the enjoyment of the gaggy, or is it the experience of the surrender of that level of control? Depends on whether I'm watching or not. If I'm actually watching, I actually love to see the head of the cock making the throat move as it's pushed down inside. Ooh, that is very hot. Ooh, that I, is sexy. I agree. Yes, it is. That turns me on faster than a lot of other things does. Um, if I'm the one that's actually giving the blowjob, just the fact that I can have my mouth used like that and all the controls taken away from me is the part that really gets to me. It doesn't matter whether it's making me gag or not. I don't mind gagging. A lot of men prefer the extra saliva that's created by gagging their partner. I had one man in particular that really liked it when I would gag so much that my spit would actually drip down onto my breasts. Mm. It's a good thing. Turn on the fan, Woody. Turn <laughs> yeah. on the fan. Yeah, you're getting yeah. a little hot yeah. over there. Yeah, it, 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 it is. You know, this is something uh, that a lot of people haven't really got to that level in oral sex. You know, it's 
a, a few sucks and, and off you go. But to watch somebody that is really into it, then you talked about the, the surrender, you know, I'll decide when you can breathe sort of thing. That is so hot to a top. Well, I think that maybe the surrendering part of it is more about I surrender having my own pleasure in order to make sure that you get the fullest amount of pleasure from this. I like it. I like it. But does a cock have to be super large to get that gag reflex? No, of course not. It's not that far back. Stick your finger in your mouth, darling, and find your gag reflex. Oh, 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 I've sucked enough cocks to to, <laughs> to have the experience. Okay, um, there you go. Yeah, yeah I have been in, in, in that position. The point is, I wanted you to pull your finger back out and then look at just how short that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I want to, uh, I kind of was, was prompting our listeners here to consider this swallowing 10, 12 inches is, that is a circus act. It is. And it's, yes. it's not very common. No, it's not at all. In fact, if I'm giving oral, I prefer the smaller cocks uh, because I like to work with it while it's still soft and try and get both balls and the cock in my mouth at the same time. You're a greedy woman. Oh, yeah. I am. And then I'll hum. (laughs) It's a hummer. (laughs) Oh, it just sends shockwaves through the gentleman's body. I love it. And is it show tunes or is it? <laughs> well, you know, you're in trouble if I start humming. It's a small world after all. Okay, oh, yes. Ooh. <laughs> I had one do the good, national anthem and I can't stand it ever since. <laughs> Were you standing at attention? I, I had to stand at attention. <laughs> <laughs> I had one that wanted me to do the, um, from the shores of Montreal. <laughs> Must have been a Marine, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Semper Fi. Oh. Uh, how many, uh, I'm going to be nosy, do you have any kind of stats on, on how many men have been blessed by your talents? Uh, no, I don't. I haven't kept track for several years. <laughs> <laughs> that, that little uh, hand clicker that, you know, it, yeah. it broke. And, yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> When I started including women, I thought that it was kind of unfair that they were so far behind all the men. So I just stopped counting it all. Yeah, that, there's a lot of truth there. Now, women, you do not have a penis. You have a miniature version that's highly sensitive. Is uh, the use of dildos a common thing in in pleasuring uh, your female partners, or is or are they uh, another Hollywood invention? I think it just depends on the woman. I mean, myself in particular, I still do not to this day understand why women enjoy vibrations so much because I don't. I've never had an orgasm from vibrations. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I've used, obviously, different vibrations on my female partners before and watch them almost skyrocket off of the bed. So, you know, again, that just all goes down to personal preference. 
Yeah, and so what's good for one is not good for the other. You know, you know, there's another kind of myth going on out there. A lot of macho guys don't want a woman to play with toys at all. Uh, you know, they think that uh, dildos are replacing them and all that. To those gentlemen, if their partner is anally inclined, I encourage them to put either a bullet or a smaller sized dildo into the partner's anal cavity. And of course, with the bullet, you have the wire so that you can easily get it back out. Make sure that uh, that's going to happen. Retrieval. Yeah, not a one-way trip. Yeah. Exactly. And then put their cock in the vagina and experience those vibrations for themselves that way. In addition to that, it makes things tighter. Yes, it does. Women tend to clamp down just a touch. Well, it's, and it's good for us. It isn't just a clamping <laughs> down. If the if the object is filling the cavity well, I can actually feel it through the through the membrane. Right. Exactly. Winner take all here. It's mm-hmm. good. Much better donkey punch for tightening things. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> It doesn't, size really doesn't matter. It, it is the attitude that your partner's bringing to the encounter that is the key to a success or, or failure. Exactly. The only one the size matters to is the person who's sporting it. And so, uh, we need to be maybe a little more aggressive in how we're going to make love instead of our equipment. Well, I think it's more along the lines of we all need to be body positive. We've all got hang-ups about some part of our body, but it really, really shouldn't be about the private ones. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to be nosy. Your last male partner, what did he bring to the encounter? Fabulous oral. Ah, so the key there was he was very Hit on pleasure you uh, even without his own physical satisfaction. No, he usually got his as well, actually. But um, when he did oral, that he oh he would definitely be one of the top two out of my entire lifetime. Just for our listeners, how do you measure good oral? Well, it's very rare for me to come from oral, too. I generally only come from penetration. But um, he didn't seem to have any problem finding that little particular quirk. So is it tongue action? Is it lips? Is it teeth? Is it fingers? Is it? I think it's more the fact that um, the clit is treated like a tiny cock rather than, you know, just an extra piece of skin. Suck on it and nibble. Broked. It's pulled on. It's pushed on. It's yeah. <clears throat> now, now I have seen a. F- we just move on from that bit a little bit. <clears throat> oh, she's getting a little bothered. Yeah, I, I, I actually had a partner <laughs> that that her clit was bigger than a few penises I have seen. Oh wow! She was a blessed girl. Oh, I would love to play with one like that. Mm-hmm. There's so many possibilities. <laughs> There is. Well, you get to uh, to our neck of the woods, and maybe I can I can make something happen. Uh, well, I'm not working at the moment. Bring me up there. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll just send you a ticket. <laughs> 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 
what is in the future for Flutter? Is she out teaching or apostolizing her beliefs? You know, I don't know. We really need a, a batter bearer here that, that helps clarify this for all the people that have fallen to the myths and the half-truths out there. It's a Size Matters Roadshow. Yes, it is. Well, maybe everybody should wear about your, so about your dick t-shirts, which happens to be the name of the blog that I wrote. And uh, then when people ask, they can just refer them to the link. There you go. You have a market now. <laughs> Speaking of links, uh, on our show page, all of the uh, the things that we have talked about, read the blog. The link will be on our show page. And uh, anything else that you want, we will put there. Anything? Anything. Anything. Oh, I'm easy. Is that legal? <laughs> well, uh, there are a few things we might need to draw the line <laughs> on. But, uh, um, but I'm still easy. But she's still easy, Whoop. yeah. Yeah, promises, yeah. promises. Oh, you do have to 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 find your way to Tennessee. <laughs> we will corrupt you further. Promise. Oh, sounds like fun. <laughs> do I detect a bit of British? You do indeed. I have been in the UK for the past ten years. I've only recently come back. Are you American? I am. I was born and raised in North Carolina. You picked up the British accent. You, you sound like Mary Poppins. <laughs> Is that good or bad? <laughs> oh, it's cute. Oh, thank you. Yes, I get teased for sounding British over here, and I get teased for sounding American over there. So. Can't make people happy. I'm somewhere stuck in the middle. When I lived overseas, they said I had a California accent, and I didn't know what the hell that was. Oh, I've been accused of being Canadian, Californian, um, Floridian, New Yorker, uh, Australian, South African, New Zealand. Yeah. Okay. Just say yes. Just say uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> well, Flutter, it's really been a pleasure having you. And, and thank you for clearing up some of the myths that have been floating around for so many years. You are quite welcome. And if there's anything else you want to know about, feel free to come and ask me. Sounds good. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. You have been listening to episode 210 of the Kinky Cast. For more information about this show, go to kinkycast.com. The Kinky Cast is a production of Rooster in the Round. On behalf of all our kinky crew, I'm Max. See you next week, when we present, Ben Hopper, fine artist and photographer.